0: an interest in missions in the United States and so we're spending all these resources and all this energy to to reach the world and we're abandoning our own country it's all about relationships and so an in-faith missionary will go into a community define a geographic area and become incarnational in that area.
1: This is the Charisma Connection. I'm Steve Green on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm excited to introduce you to our guest today. It's a combination of Ridge Burns and Andrea Graver, and welcome to our show.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you,
2: Dr. Green.
1: So, we're excited to learn more about In Faith. I know it's a great ministry and you're doing a great work. So, why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction to the need that In Faith is filling?
0: What makes In Faith unique is that we are the oldest missionary agency in the United States. We're 200 years old. It was born out of a revival movement coming out of Philadelphia and flipped across the country. And in the early 1800s and 1900s, Started about thirty-five thousand churches, and it was formerly called the American Sunday School Union. Hmm. It is a movement of God it is embedded in uh, us. Doctor Green is this revival movement that is embedded into our DNA, and we're excited about that. We're excited about how that will uh, how that translates to to work right here in the United States. What makes us unique is we are only domestic. We only focus our ministry on the United States and on the needs of the United States with children, with pastors, uh, with uh, uh, chaplains, and with uh, uh, elder care as well.
1: So I'm excited to talk about revival. Revival's in my heart. I'm seeing evidence of vibrations that uh, revival's breaking out across the country. We know it's in several rural areas where there's a real active, uh, particularly in the Kentucky area, we know there's active revivals breaking out. Are, Are you seeing much in in and around the country, as it relates to revivals,
0: yeah, we are. In fact, uh, we—that's what we're praying for—is a revival in our country. We believe that uh, kind of the third awakening is uh, uh, is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, we find, as we travel around the United States and with our 180 missionaries in 38 states, that there is this revival that is beginning to emerge in new and different ways. And we see these little fires. You're right in Kentucky. We see some in Southern California. Uh, We have a lot of boots on the ground up in the Northwest, and we see that happening as well.
1: So tell me about the average day in the life of a missionary in the United States. It's not like the bush of Africa. What's going on here? What do you see? I don't
2: know, Dr. Green. I don't think there's any uh, average day in the life of our missionaries. (laughs) We are so diverse. It is amazing. Um, There's so many people that God has called out of their identity, those things that— He's put into their hearts, and they're out serving local communities uniquely and in ways that some people can't even imagine. We have a guy who's in the wilds of um, the Colorado mountain ranges, and he's out there serving men who are on um, short-term work here for two-year work, uh, migrant work. They don't speak English. He didn't speak Spanish, and the Lord told him, go, and... Um, serve these men, so he would go and, and offer them a handshake and a smile. He would take clothes and, and food and try to share God's word with them. And they were alone; they're lonely shepherds. Um, another person that that was called out, he heard about a murder in his town, and he and the Lord said to him, "You need to go and minister to these men who feel like there's no hope left." And I've seen this man; he goes to the to the early from people who are early brought into the prison system. And he, he squats down in what looks like a male slot, and he he shares the love of Christ with them, and um, just with a heart that is so broken for them has never had any interaction with that. But the Lord in His Spirit, you know, calls us into places that are foreign to us, and and yet so near to us in our local communities. He's raised us up in our in who we are, and you know and we want to call that out in people and say you know this is for the church first this revival that's coming is first for the church so that we can be filled up so that there's something for us to give out the hope that is in Christ
1: so that's good i really uh, connect with that message and and it feels like your mission statement in uh, played out in long form but what i'd like to understand is what what do you see as the current crisis in the United States what Uh, You must wake up in the morning when you when you speak of a word crisis with a mission in mind is to solve these problems. Can you speak a little bit about that for me?
0: Green, I think our country's in trouble. I think we have uh, sold out to the evil one. I think that there is a crisis, a spiritual crisis in our in our country and in the communities. We see a spiritual crisis in rural communities where they feel abandoned, they feel like no one cares, everyone's moving to the city, and that God has rejected them. And we speak strongly into the rural communities. We think the fires of revival will start, in many cases, in small rural churches and be a brush fire that will sweep across our our country. Uh, we see a spiritual battle uh, for the urban centers. The underbelly of uh, the, 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 the cities are in crisis with drugs, with homelessness.
1: Fatherlessness.
0: Yeah. So we just see the crisis is that you kind of brought it up earlier in this podcast. There seems to be not an interest in missions in the United States. And so we're spending all these resources and all this energy to to reach the world. And we're abandoning our own country. And that's where in faith stands strong.
1: Okay. I want to pin you down a little bit, sir. What is the crisis? What is the thing that if America is in this place that we're we're concerned about where we're headed, what can you point to? Is it just the social uh, reality of the disintegration of our homes? Is it our churches speaking ear tickling messages? Try to say it for me in a soundbite. What's the problem?
0: The problem is that there is a lack of spiritual hunger mm-hmm. for what God wants to do in our own country, and we have been sold a bill of goods that missions is only outside our country. The crisis is that the evil one has begun to build strongholds in our urban centers, and our rural communities that have caused the church to become franchised and to become a uh, not powerful and has become a place where we we go for social reasons to connect and not for this revival that's going to sweep through our country
1: okay so i'm going to continue to press what is it that a missionary can do for a heart that is not hungry for the lord how does a mission a missionary that works within faith how do they get trained what do they do to plant that hunger how can they create hunger out there
0: it's all about relationships, Doctor Green. It's
1: discipleship, right?
0: It's a form of discipleship. I, I said what I said was it's all about relationships. Right. It's all about relationships, and so uh, uh, an in faith missionary will go into a community, define a geographic area, and become incarnational in that area. We have are young like woman down in.
1: Do these I'm guys? Concerned. Do they have jobs? Do they? Are they? By vocational, or are they sold out to the mission field?
0: They are sold out to the mission field. We oh, have goodness. people that thats all they want to do is reach the United States for the cause of Christ.
1: And they have to raise funding like everyone else does that goes on a trip?
0: They do, uh, and we help them do that. We provide the, the covering for that to take place in, in a holistic way.
1: Tell me again how many missionaries you have in the United States.
0: About 180.
1: That's a lot.
0: It is. I mean, it's, that's it's a, a lot.
1: Do you have a training program that you send them through?
0: Of course. You know, mm. we our, our main goal as uh, a mission is to provide a network and us and a connection with the home office and the field so that they are empowered to do all that Christ wants them to do, feel supported and cared for and loved and trained.
1: Mm. That sounds like a good combination and so you provide support services people come to you you recruit missionaries you train them You recruit select train and send it sounds like
2: yes we provide you know a covering so that people can come in in their unique giftedness we don't provide something that's um hard structure it's a flexible structure that that allows people to come in with unique different calls and be able to use those principles and those structures To then apply them to their own unique situation. Mm -hmm. So we don't provide something that says you must do ministry in this way. We provide, um, you know, just the the surrounding for somebody to come in. We wrap them with, you know, training on how to raise funds, um, giving them opportunity to use templating and creating um, prayer networking and. Um, other like-minded people who are serving that can encourage them and um, conference with them. And we also provide very stable financial structures so that your, that their money fundraising is very securely um, kept and, mm-hmm. and overseen.
1: So let, let me give you an example
0: of one of our people. The South, East, you know, Washington, D.C. is divided up into four sections. The South East quadrant of washington dc is very very the anacostia area it's very tough Uh we have boots on the ground in anacostia they we have a a a couple that has been there for 45 years and they have served the community and they 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 find that what happens is these these urban kids need to have an expression of freedom so they formed a camp they called it if you can believe this camp dynamite (laughs) and they bring these kids out to uh virginia and give them this incredible camp experience, they send them back. Well, you know what happened is a bunch of old, older women in the community said, we want to go to camp. And so now this they run a camp not only for young people, but a, a, a camp full of ladies that most of them are 70 and 80 years old because it's all about relationship. Mm-hmm. And Camp Dynamite uh, has, is one of those places that the police the people who are uh, involved with social services look to our missionaries and say, help us reach these people and give them a life that they can live. We believe that
1: through Jesus Christ. So do you find that there's a, try to think of trend in, in a trendy kind of way. Are people more hungry now to come to you and, and to serve? Do you see a, is there a move of the spirit of God to raise up these missionaries? Are you seeing more interest?
0: Uh, missions is changing. Um, you know, with the millennials and with our younger people, they don't make the lifelong commitment that my generation made. Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't find that people come here and say, well, I'm going to, I'm going to serve God within faith for the next 50 years of my life.
1: They do like, they have a Peace Corps approach a year and done.
0: uh, More than a year, usually a couple Mm of years and then they kind of move on. Right. Uh, I've heard said that millennials will have five career changes before they're 35 years old. And we kind of see that. So instead of um, asking them for a bigger commitment, we're creating programs that will allow them to express their faith in the bite-sized pieces that they feel comfortable in. We see a movement of God. that We think that this generation is hungry. They, they are really want to do things that are I
1: agree.
0: Um, uh, causal and, mm-hmm. and missional.
1: That's and so we're
0: jumping it. on that. We we think it's a great generation that's going to change the world.
1: So, in a again, it, to try to get a feel for your trends, do you feel that there's an uptick from the millennials, or is it flat? What it, I'm looking for an um, a movement uh, update. Like, how do you feel in your heart and your spirit? Do you sense anything's going on?
0: I do. I sense, and in two different. I, I sense it going on in two different ways. One. Halftime time people, people who have careers, and they've decided, you know what, I don't want to make widgets anymore. I want to do something for the cause of Christ, so that they, they leave their their career, and they come to us and say, can you help us do what God has called us to do? As an uptick, a good uptick in that, a, a real movement of the Spirit. But I also think the short-term mission movement and the uh, movement of young people who want to just get their feet wet for a period of time. So we see our intern program and some of our summer missionary programs really um, have strong interest because they need to get their feet wet. Those two things we see an uptick. There is, a, uh, I think, a, a, a new kind of view that, the, that our country needs to have some spiritual pastoring and some spiritual um, movement. Yes. On our country to change the direction of the moral compass of our country.
1: That's good. So uh, we hear presentations from missionaries regularly at our churches across the country. We our doors get knocked on all the time to support missions, and in almost all cases, if you can't grow, if you can't go, then you can help by donating and being a part of this. Do Do you sense that there are people across the United States that are getting a feel for what you're doing? It in faith, or are they supporting you financially?
0: Yeah, I I would say, you know, this is a stable organization. This is not a startup. This is an organization that has been supported by gifts for the last 200 years. And uh, our giving is up this year. We do see that people are more interested. And they are interested in the United States because they see what the media is saying about the needs of our country. And Mm -hmm. so they're looking for places that they can invest to change the moral compass and the spiritual vitality of our own country. But, yeah, I, I do see that um, we're, we're a testimony to the work of God's people by supporting a ministry that is focused only on the state.
1: So if I wanted to support your mission field and, and missionaries in particular, how would I go about connecting with you financially?
2: You'll want to text in faith. I-N-F-A-I-P-H, all caps, to number 41444. And if you're not ready to give quite yet and you want to learn more, you can always visit our website. There's lots of stories. Every one of our missionaries has their own profile page, so you can check out the local locations that they're reaching and how they're doing that and what they're doing. And um, if you're interested in joining, there's places on there to look at how you can create your own ministry, or we have... Um, probably 40 opportunities right now all over the United States. Um, So your local is probably covered somewhere there, somewhere close to you anyway that you could consider serving.
1: So tell me the website. We didn't get that yet.
2: Infaith.org.
1: Okay, good. Very simple. Infaith.org. And everything's there, all the information and background is there. Absolutely. We want to promote that site a lot and, and help you. In fact, I want to make sure that we tell this story online. I'd like to interview you further for an online story and just talk about it. I think our readers would be really interested in hearing more about uh, ministry inside the United. This is unique. I haven't heard this before, and I think it'll scratch a lot of itches. There's a great need out there. I know that.
0: Yeah, we feel we feel the same way. So, Green, what I really go let, ahead. let me tell you what we're really about. We want revival
1: in the country. Yes, I hear it. We, we
0: we want fire to burn, and I those aren't just words. You know, we want to do missions differently. We want to be we want to be a mission agency that is that is relevant to our country, not rooted in the past. We 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 stand on a strong foundation, but we are really seeking God in prayer and in action. What is what is the next wave, and how can we how can we open up the floodgates of heaven to reach yes.
1: our country? That's what I want to hear, and it's what we want to write about, and continue yeah. to uh, bang the drum. We we want to help stir up that revival. Let's
0: do it. I agree.
1: So we're just out of time, Ridge, and I've so enjoyed speaking with you and Andrea, and I'm so excited to hear about in faith. Before we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners to uh, give us one more plea for? Uh, engagement and involvement, and to awaken for revival.
0: Yeah, I would ask the listeners of this: Let's get on board with change in our country. Amen. Let's let's really take seriously the command to reach our local. You know, to take the gospel to Jerusalem, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. We got the uttermost parts of the world. Maybe our Samaria might be our rural America, but let's get into those urban centers. Let's get into those rural communities and let's bring the gospel. Let's light this country on fire.
1: Amen. What a good closing thought. Let's light this country on fire. What a good word for you, uh, Ridge and Andrea. Thank you so much for being on the show. The, the website is infaith.org. You can also text infaith, all caps, to 41444 so thank you again for being a part of the show thank you thank you you've been listening to the charisma connection i'm steve green on the charisma podcast network god bless you all this has been a production of the charisma podcast network steve and joy strang are the founders and owners of cpn